Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome into the Lake Show. News Talk 830 WCCO. Henry Lake, Christopher Tubbs with you until 9 p.m. on this snowy Monday evening. It's not super cold outside, but uh, it did snow a little bit earlier. I'm your host, Henry Lake. I'm happy to get an opportunity to talk to you guys again, like we do each and every night, Monday through Friday. I don't take for granted the listenership, um, the conversations, the phone calls, the text. I love them all. And I want to start tonight's show with some news that I saw earlier today that absolutely shocked me. Didn't see this coming. We can sit here and we can say that we've heard the rumblings or the whispers and all this other stuff. But the news that broke earlier today that Tiger Woods and Nike were going their separate ways, ending their partnership after more than 27 years, that, that was, um, that's a shocker. And, and I say that because in the world of sports and entertainment, You talk about a face and a person attached to a brand. The only, I guess, from a relationship standpoint and being connected at the hip that I think more so than Tiger Woods and Nike is Nike and Michael Jordan. That's it. That's it. So for the last, what, I don't know how many weeks, Oh, well, the, the, the Patriots are going to part ways with Bill Belichick. Ron Rivera is going to part ways with uh, the Washington Commanders. You hear about all these jobs and people getting fired. And this is not Tiger Woods essentially getting fired. Not that we know of quite yet. But their relationship, their, their, their sponsorship deal is over after 27 years. That blows my mind. I would be just as shocked if there ever came a day where Michael Jordan, Mr. Jordan, Mr. Air Jordan, Mr. Jumpman was never part of the Nike family. And in a statement, Wood said over 27 years ago, I was fortunate to start a a partnership with one of the most iconic brands in the world. The days since have been filled with so many amazing moments and memories. If I started naming them, I could go on forever. 
And it all started when he was 20. The whole him coming off of this um, outstanding career at Stanford and turning pro after winning his third straight U.S. Amateur. And he's at the Greater Milwaukee Open. And he said, I guess, hello, world, huh? Just kind of a, just a, a, you know, a quiet, shy 20-year-old who's great at golf that's about to set the game of golf on fire. But when you think about branding and marketing opportunities, who do you look at out there in sports and entertainment and you say, they've been together for so long, they're so synonymous with each other, I just can't see them being apart. 651-461-9226. That is the WCCO Talk and Text Line. Tiger Woods goes with Nike. Michael Jordan goes with Nike. When I thought about what, when, when I think of this person in branding, what jumps to the top of my head? You know what I think of when I think of Jennifer Garner? Capital One. What's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? Samuel, Samuel Jackson, the same thing. Capital One. In, in your eyes, Chris, what is the biggest branding, marketing attachment from a celebrity to a product? Whether it's commercials, yeah, well, yeah, we're strictly talking yeah, commercials. Stri- strictly, that, that's all yeah, it is. Strictly talking commercials. But, uh, but, but, when, but when I say commercials, I'm talking about it doesn't have to be like a, a big, massive, mainstream actress. Like it doesn't have to be a Jennifer Garner. It could be people that don't do necessarily television shows or a big movie, you know, big movie, blockbuster movies. They could just be people that are doing just commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Other... I'd have to say the first one that that pops to mind is Snoop and Corona. Really? Yeah, because oh, I, I think have of them way down the list. Well, because I think of like the Eli Manning and just the Mannings kind of coming out, and you know, but yeah, that that's the first one that I think of. And remember, I'm not saying that everybody has to be a big time athlete. Oh no, no, or, no. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, because the first one I would naturally go to would have been Michael Jordan. I mean. And I think Nike, think about what they've done. They went from Michael Jordan to basically into Tiger Woods. They've had really just two main brand ambassadors for, you know, all of my basically three quarters of my life, which is insane uh, to think about. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can go into the, I mean, I can think of Reggie Miller and Wendy's when they do the um, – the because you were talking about the Capital One and it got me thinking with the Spike Lee and the Capital One Reggie stuff. Miller. Well, when he when they're doing the uh, during the the uh, March Madness, that's the only time you see it though. Well, I I mean, still, it's like the only time I think about it is when I see see the ones you're, Miller. the ones you're bringing up are way down the list in my opinion. Okay, I, at the top of the list, arguably at the top, mm-hmm. would be um, I think her name is. Is Elena Atrium? She is the AT&T Lily from AT&T. Whenever you mm, see, yeah. like, like that, that's synonymous. Jan from Toyota. 
Flow from Progressive. Flow from Progressive. They don't yeah. use her anymore, though, right? I don't know. Do they? I, I see the I see the commercials all the time. Oh, do you still? Okay, yeah, maybe I, they, I, maybe she's still the the progressive. I still, person. I still see them, but you know, maybe they're yeah, maybe maybe they're. There's an obvious one, Jake from State Farm. Yeah, like th- those are like whenever you that's those are forever synonymous. Mm-hmm. So so in the sports world, like this is about as big as it gets. When yeah. you talk about Michael Jordan and you're talking about Tiger Woods, there are a bunch of people out there, a lot of athletes and even celebrities, that have deals, but they're not looked upon in the same stratosphere as these individuals. No, because I also think that Nike has had the the market in athletic gear. Like, it's been a Nike market for years. I, I mean, when I was a kid, everybody, you wanted one thing. You wanted the Jordans. Mm-hmm. There was nothing else. Like, nobody else was churning out things like that. And then, uh, a, you know, Reebok got involved and Adidas got involved. And then all of a sudden, you know, you started to see, but, but still it was like Nike basically has their pick of the litter with whichever athletes they've wanted. I mean, they got Michael Jordan, who was the hottest thing in the world. And then you get Tiger Woods just before he ends up being the Tiger Woods that we know. So I, I think part of that is really good foresight on the side of Nike to know which athletes to hitch their wagon to. All right, so so let, let me ask it because I, I know that the text line will probably start blowing this up, and I love that at six five one four six one nine two two six. Let's forget about national. Let's mm-hmm. forget about global. Locally in Minnesota, which one stands out to you from a branding perspective? Who stands out to you? Now, somebody on the text line from the seven six three says. Kent Herbeck, and Carrier Air Conditioning. That's not the one that I think of right away when I think local. Who would you say local in your mind? You got anybody to I, offer up? Yeah, I think I've I think I've got someone. Is it, uh, is it this one? Henry Lake. I like to call you Lake Street. Oh, Fancy you're talking Ray? About, you're talking about Fancy Ray? Fancy Ray? And Solo? Yeah. No, that's not who I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. I was, fancy, I was thinking Fancy Ray. Fancy Ray's my guy, but that's not who I'm thinking of. Okay. I'm going to tell you what, who's at the top of my list locally when I think whenever. And, and this is – there's bias because because I know them. I'm friends with them. Mm-hmm. But whenever I see Laura Shera and the Connecticut commercials. Mm, yeah. The Connecticut commercials. Okay. I, and to me, it'll always be like Shara Outdoors. And to me, I, I know I, I it's yeah, hard. but that's the show. She's I, she's actually pitching the water. No, I I know, but it, it's just yeah. T- to me, yeah, I, I don't think of with Connecticut, but that that's interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't. But well, that's make, what she's the she's the pitch person for. Well, me. I know, but it, it's like I don't even think of. I guess maybe I haven't been around. And I've seen the show enough because to me, yeah, when I see it, I again, I know she's pitching it, mm-hmm. but I guess I don't put. I just don't put those. Two together because I haven't seen it in quite a while. I haven't seen it quite a while. I'm not sure, and I know that we could we could probably come up with a list of I don't know how many different commercials that resonate with us here locally. Oh man, <sighs> but but the Connecticut commercials resonate. Um, I mean the the Warner Stallion commercials for so many years. Yeah, those used to resonate so much. 
But I just, when I think about local and national and global, like when you start seeing a Tiger Woods and they're ending relationships with Nike, that's just kind of mind-blowing to me. You would think that they're, because most of those individuals, when they get to that iconic status, they are no longer, like, they don't have deals necessarily. Like, like they're, for, they're forever with the, you know, they have like lifetime deals. Yeah. Like, like LeBron having a lifetime deal with Nike. Most of those guys get to that. That, you that, get that like that legend status where you're on they have a, lifetime deals. Yeah, you're you're on a different contract. Yeah, I mean, think about that though. So so when so when his son is going into negotiations to get an endorsement deal, where does he land? Could you could do you think he's going anywhere but Nike? I was gonna say big baller, but I don't know if <laughs> no. You want to go against the grain? Oh Go to my. Big Baller Brand. Oh, my goodness. All right, 651-461-9226. A, a very tragic story and situation out of the state of Mississippi. It, it involves traffic safety with cars, traffic safety in cars. And one thing that I want you all to know is that traffic safety in cars, it starts the moment that you sit down in a car. I'll explain that next year on The Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. Most people think about traffic safety as the moment that you get on the roads, the moment that you get on the highway. It's not about just getting on the roads and getting on the highway. You have to be careful at all times. Traffic safety in cars starts the moment that you sit down in a car. That's why they talk about putting on your seatbelt, right, and all of those things. You have to be paying attention. You have to be cognizant um, because it's not just a, okay, I'm going to plop myself down in my vehicle, and then I'll get situated once I'm on the road. That's not what should be happening here. And I bring this up because I saw this very tragic situation on – Online yesterday, southern Mississippi, a six-year-old girl was hit by a vehicle and killed in her own driveway Saturday afternoon. Calling it a tragic accident, Smith County Sheriff Joel Houston wrote in a Facebook post and said that someone called his deputies, about a six-year-old child hit by a vehicle in her driveway. 
the girl had already died when first responders and, and deputies arrived. I, I, I bring this up because this hits home. This one really hits home to me. And I want to emphasize to everybody out there that safety in vehicles starts the moment that you open up a door. You sit down. You put your seatbelt on. You put the key in the ignition. You're paying attention to all your surroundings. You're adjusting your uh, rearview mirrors and all of that stuff. The moment that you're in a vehicle, it all starts. And it hits, it hits home because this happened to one of my loved ones in my family. My Aunt Janice, my mother's sister, died in this very exact, essentially same way in that um, I think that there was some sort of birthday celebration for one of my family members. And my aunt was out in the driveway um, with her daughter, my older cousin, and, uh, and others. And my cousin's, I think, old roommate or classmate was getting ready to leave um, the event or party or whatever. And there was a just a an accidental like going on the gas is leaving and crushed my aunt into into I think the garage. And she she did survive to get to the hospital, but she did make it. So when I see the story about the six year old child dying in the driveway. My family's been there. And I don't think that that we should take for granted at all what we do with vehicles. You know, when we think about danger, right? And we and 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 we often tend to think about, you know, when we talk about safety, guns and weaponry and stuff like that. Utilizing a motor vehicle, that is a very dangerous thing. And we shouldn't take it for granted. I think that we sit here and we think that, yeah, I'll just hop in my vehicle and I'll just go to work and I'll always come home. There are car accidents, vehicle accidents all the time. One of my really good friends, he had a situation where his brother, was killed as a pedestrian walking in Uptown over a decade ago. So the moral to this story and the reason why I'm bringing this up, not only because it's a tragic one and a sad one, this story here resonates with me, Chris, because I don't think that anybody should take um, these situations when you get into a vehicle for granted. No, and that's why when I see people that will just back out very quickly or you know you you can tell somebody gets in and they're still adjusting the mirrors or they're adjusting their seat belt it's like do it all and then you can back out 
because I, I have this fear with where we are at. There are a bunch of small children that are out playing, and I, I love having the kids around. No problems with that at all. But then sometimes they just don't understand the space. They don't understand mm-hmm. those norms, you know, where you're supposed to be when there's a vehicle that is, you know, coming near you. And I just fear that something bad is going to happen to them because they're out there and somebody's being negligent. And really, all it takes is just a matter of seconds to look. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really all it is. I, I'm so sorry to hear that story. I mean, I hear it and I just – I tell You, the you, most you dang- don't think that things like that could happen. I tell you the most dangerous place to be, it seems like nowadays, is – is the Costco parking lot. Like, when I was there last, I'm like, man, these people just, they're not paying attention at all. Yeah, I'm one of those, I, I ease out, ease back when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm coming out of the parking spot, mm-hmm. and there are people that are just flying past you. And there's yeah. way too many people. Yeah, I, I, I will slowly back out, and I'm turning left and turning right and turning left and turning right. I, I mean, it's, it is so, I'm, I'm so paranoid of something happening. Mm-hmm. And even the people that are coming the the wrong way on a one way that drives me nuts because you're trying to allow room for pedestrians. The last thing I want to do is make somebody who's just trying to walk to their vehicle, make them feel uncomfortable because I'm getting a little too close to them. Yeah. When, yeah, they're just, you just have to be on the lookout. Just slow down, people. It's okay. Yeah. 651-461-9226. Uh, from the WCCO talking text line. Um, I get tired of people who don't stop at stop signs. It's like they don't have to. Yeah, that's been an issue. Um, there was even, that was even in the uh, the article. Um, there was an article about that. Uh, I want to say like two or three days ago, where that is an issue, and they need to re- uh, kind of reel that in because people are not um, they're just not following the rules of driving right now. Hey, but coming up next, uh, a story that you may have read about here in the the local newspaper with regards to mail carriers needing more support, needing enhanced safety, because right now things are not going the the way that they should, and it's becoming an issue. Brian Renfro, he is the president of the National Association of Letter Carriers. He joins us next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. Since the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic there have been several professions that we have thanked and given appreciation to for all their hard work. We talked about teachers, right? When parents saw how difficult it was to work with their kids in quarantine, doctors, nurses, everyone in the healthcare industry, obviously they got a lot of love. But I feel like those in the mail carrier industry uh, still to this day have been underappreciated. Yes, I'll repeat that. Those in the mail carrier industry still to this day have been underappreciated. No matter how many workers, the business of us all getting our mail doesn't stop. Unfortunately, not everyone shares my appreciation. And joining us now on the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline is Brian uh, Renfro, president of the National Association of Letter Carriers, uh, joins us to talk about an important issue regarding the safety of letter carriers. Uh, First off, Brian, thanks so much for uh, giving me some time tonight. Thanks, Henry. Glad to be with you. Well, your rally yesterday at the main post office in downtown Minneapolis, where I go at least three or four times a month, uh, tell everyone about the main reason for having that event and other events around the country. 
Sure. So this is about the 10th event, uh, very similar in nature that we've done around the country. We're definitely glad to have the opportunity to be there in Minneapolis. But um, the number one purpose of these events is just for us to get together and really spread the word, raise community awareness about an issue that, uh, frankly, is an issue that in years past we have not had very often. Uh, but since the pandemic, we have seen a pretty dramatic increase in the number of violent uh, attacks and robberies against letter carriers. And the sole purpose of this event was to just bring some awareness to the community to hopefully begin to turn the tide a little bit, make a difference. So you said that this is something that you that you saw starting with the pandemic. So this wasn't really necessarily a trend before the pandemic hit us. No, not at all. In fact, if you look over the last three years and go back to 2020, the height of the pandemic, we've seen over 2,000 instances nationally of letter carriers being victims of violent crime. If you compare that to the three years or so prior to the pandemic, the number has essentially tripled. So that's very concerning. This is an issue that for many, many, many years, city letter carriers could walk down the meanest streets in America and no one messed with us. Unfortunately, that's no longer the case. Yeah, that is very unfortunate. And we're talking to Brian Renfro, president of the National Association of Letter Carriers, joining us here on The Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. So when a person that's out there that's listening to the show right now, when they hear that letter carriers are feeling unsafe and need to be better protected, what are your colleagues talking about uh, and, and, and what are you dealing with and you're seeing out there? Sure. So there's a handful of things. The the number one overwhelming reason that we see behind these robberies are criminals trying to gain access to the mail. During the pandemic, they developed some pretty elaborate check washing schemes and ways that if they're able to access either personal checks or business checks, they're able to reproduce them um, and fraudulently write checks out of those accounts. Uh, so it's almost always about gaining access to the mail. So we've got some solutions that we're currently working on to better secure the ways that we access mail. And uh, also, I'm sure we'll talk about the prosecution of these crimes. That's a major issue that we're looking to make some improvement on as well. Yeah. And, 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 let's, and let's go right there, because I, I do think that that is important. Uh, I have been steadfast and I've stated this. Um, not just uh, about, you know, here in the Twin Cities of where we reside in Minneapolis and St. Paul in the great state of Minnesota, but also I think nationally, um, look, crime is on the rise. It, it's ticked up here the last several years. We, we've we've talked about it. We need to continue to talk about it. We need to continue to try to do uh, uh, the best that we can in terms of reeling it in. Um, are, are those the conversations that you guys are having with local authorities about the need to, 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 to you know, as they kind of – go at crime in various with various different angles it's going to enhance and help you guys from a safety perspective as well yeah we hope so and and there is a little bit of a distinction to make here you know postal workers letter carriers are federal employees so when one of these crimes takes place it is a federal crime so compared to the crime that we unfortunately see on the news every night almost always is prosecuted at the state level. Mm-hmm. These are federal crimes. They're federally investigated. They're turned over to the United States Attorney's Office to prosecute. And um, unfortunately, some of those U.S. Attorney's Offices have not prioritized these. They seem to be more interested in more big-ticket, white-collar type crime. But because of events like the one we had yesterday in Minneapolis, bringing more awareness, we're starting to see an increase there and a little more prioritization. We've got some other things in terms of federal legislation that we're working on to try to ensure that each of these are prosecuted because ultimately the deterrent for anyone that's considering committing a crime like this is for them to know that if I do this, 
I will go to jail. And yeah. unfortunately, that's not always the case right now. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you, Brian. You know, what do you feel are the steps that need to be done to correct the situation as it is now and needs to improve? Sure, there's a few things. One, we certainly need to better access and devalue the system that we currently have that letter cares use to access mail, the target of most of these robberies. And we've got a technology solution we're working on with the Postal Service to do just that. We have to ensure that these are prosecuted. Let me give you a number that is staggering. Since 2020, I said there's been over 2,000 of these incidences of this type of crime. Only 14% of those have resulted in both an arrest and a prosecution at the federal level. That is unacceptable. Yeah, I agree. So we are we are working on some bipartisan legislation that will give some additional resources to all 93 U.S. attorneys' offices to put us in a better place to prosecute these crimes. And additionally, the Postal Inspection Service, which is the law enforcement arm of the Postal Service that investigates this type of crime, they are also responsible for protecting postal employees. And these people are public servants. They do their jobs. They do them very well. But the fact of the matter is the problem has simply outgrown the capacity they have to protect us. So um, we are also working with the Postal Service as well as on Capitol Hill to provide some additional resources to expand their capability in terms of human resources as well as potentially technology and other resources to give them the ability to better protect us ahead of time and get ahead of these things as opposed to just reacting to them after they happen. Well, you know, you just kind of stole my thunder a little bit because that was going to be my follow-up question. And next question is just what, what's been some of the reaction or engagement that you've gotten from politicians in this country uh, regarding this issue? This is an issue that, unlike most issues these days, um, we have seen pretty broad bipartisan support. We actually have... <laughs> A Republican member of Congress, uh, Brian Fitzpatrick, who's a great friend of ours from Pennsylvania. He's a former FBI agent himself, so he has a lot of expertise in this area. Um, We are working on a piece of legislation with him that will address a number of things. It'll be a bipartisan um, bill. And in speaking with the leadership in both houses of Congress and both parties, uh, we anticipate getting pretty broad bipartisan support when that legislation is introduced. Protecting the people that serve every community in this country really should not, and we don't expect it to be a partisan issue. So um, we're going to definitely continue to work both sides of the aisle and, and engage with the public as we did yesterday to ensure that we can get this done as quickly as possible. Yeah. Final couple of questions for Brian Renfro, president of the National Association of Letter Carriers, joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO, talking about the uh, the renewed and need for safety and support for mail carriers all across the country. You know, for me, Brian, you know, I'm somebody that's always lived in relatively um, decent and good neighborhoods, right? Like, like I, I've been lucky mm-hmm. that way. You know, I just, you know, the, the, where I was raised, where I've worked in, in several other different states and, and Kansas City prior to coming back home to Minneapolis. So I feel blessed in that way. And my whole thing is when I think about the, the male man or male woman, um, look, I, I get so accustomed to seeing them right every single day or whatever, or, you know, every couple of days that it's almost like they're family, you know, and, and I'm always going to treat them with respect and always look out for them and stuff like that. And it's just, we have a pretty good relationship that way, but I bring that up just because not everybody views what they do with respect. And I think that that's the thing that bothers me. And I was, that was one of the reasons why I want to have you on the show um, to kind of like talk about uh, the need for safety and security and, 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 
and, you know, and, and being more respectful of those people that are working those jobs because they are thankless jobs. Let's, let's just be honest because they're doing a job, but a lot of people in our society don't really care as much or give them the credit that they deserve because for me – I can live in a neighborhood that is is either well-to-do or it's it's a nice neighborhood, and they'll never have an issue, right? But that doesn't mean anything because there are neighborhoods all over the country that have to be serviced. If somebody lives in a in in, in project housing, they have to be serviced. They have to get their mail. So I, I look across the board, and the service that you guys provide is indeed a service that everybody in the country needs, and we need to respect it. Yeah, I appreciate that, and I certainly couldn't agree with you more. Um, We serve every neighborhood all over the country, good neighborhoods, bad neighborhoods, and all points in between. And that's something that we take a lot of pride in and have for a very long time. And we really, letter carriers really don't care. If their neighborhood is, you know, a wealthier neighborhood or it's a a more underprivileged type community, those are our people. We take a lot of pride in serving them. And I I heard you in the – intro to this segment talking about during the pandemic, that's a prime example of it. You know, as, as crazy as things were back in 2020, you know, as essential workers, we took a lot of pride in being able to continue to serve our customers. And in a lot of ways, one of the messages we sent at the rally yesterday is important. We are just simply asking the public to look out for us the way we've always looked out for you. Keep your eyes open. If you see something out of the ordinary, don't hesitate to contact local law enforcement that could be the difference between one of these crimes happening and one of these crimes not happening. Yeah. No, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like, like, yeah, we, we, we can show appreciation for everybody, right? Like, you know, teachers got their love. You know, we know that people in healthcare they got their love. This is something also that should be factored in as well, and people need to understand this, is that during this pandemic, okay, we had an election going on. We had people that were voting, and who was there to take care of the ballots and stuff like that when we were talking about people um, um, voting by mail? Your 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 uh, your colleagues were, were very influential in that, and so I applaud you guys for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, well, thank you so much. We appreciate that, and and I can you know certainly say to you and to to all your listeners that you know your letter carrier takes a lot of pride in being a part of your community and serving your community and and serving you and it's um uh, we deliver mail yes but we do a lot of things beyond that we we really take to heart our responsibility to look out for the community and um you know hopefully this is just a kind of a, a blip on the radar in the grand scheme of things we're able to get this trend reversed and and get back to the way things have been for so long before. But uh, people like you talking about this is certainly a part of the solution, and I appreciate you having me on. Hey, Brian, I know that you're a very busy man. I appreciate you coming on the show. I'm glad that uh, you had a nice rally here in Minneapolis, but uh, you know right here on WCCO we got your support. Now, thank you so much. Thanks, Henry. Take care. Have a great night. All right, take care. That's Brian Renfro. He is the president of the National Association of Letter Carriers joining us here on the Lake Show. If you'd like to weigh in with your opinion on the topic that we just talked about, uh, 651-461-9226, we'll take your phone calls. We'll do that next year on the show. All right, thanks again to Brian Renfro for coming on the show. 651-461-9226. Text line weighing in. Our mail carrier takes our food shelf donations every year. She's wonderful. How much they do. Thank you to Ron from Dayton. Uh, this one, I was a paper boy decades ago. Same feeling, con- a connection with my customers. I'm thinking the neighborhoods where the mailman still walks and 
places mail in a car uh, or at your doorstep. They're kind of out of order. Uh, Mail at your doorstep. That connection probably still exists. But so many newer neighborhoods like mine, the mailbox is at the curb. The mailman delivers in a car. They're in and out of my neighborhood in minutes and often a different person. Yeah, it it, it is different. I just I love the interaction. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I, I think it's awesome. Let's take a phone call from Jeff in Salt Rapids. How you doing, Jeff? Hey Henry, <laughs> how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. What, what, what do you what do you what do you got on this topic on this uh, conversation? I'm going to throw in a side note here for just a moment. Okay, I've called it enough times, and I think uh, Chris Stubbs and I have become you know pretty much buddies. <laughs> All but right, I'm starting to get over it because when he puts me on hold, I get one more of those cars for kids commercials. <laughs> I'm going to get my hair up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you see a lot of a uh, lot of uh, community support for different agencies. Lots of we support law enforcement. I got there's lawn signs all over my whole town with you know that kind of thing. Yep. Um, why not start a campaign? Uh, you folks have got a voice. Uh, you know, maybe even then. Uh, maybe even in tandem with uh, Postal Service or someone, but uh, public service announcements. But what do we say we start one of those little lawn sign campaigns uh, where somebody makes them available? I don't know who does that. But uh, look after your letter carrier or support your local postal worker or something. I think this. I think it's. I think it's already starting with these rallies. I think it's already starting from coast to coast. They need. They need people with lawn signs. Is what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and I agree that uh, yeah, the uh, the support for the uh, anti violence thing is is going coast to coast. But I think, you know, more on a local level. Uh, I read the article in the newspaper. Yep. I've heard about it on the, on the news, on TV, on the radio. Um, I like that local approach. There's little lawn signs all over. It's going to take some time. Yeah. But yeah. it is cheap. Yeah. It is cheap. But uh, anymore these days, you have a hard time driving around almost anywhere without seeing a sign of, uh, you know, we support law enforcement or something, et cetera. All right, so 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 so, and I'm up against the clock, Jeff. Thanks for the phone call from Jeff and Sock Rapids. No, I, I'm with them. I got no issue with that. Let's get after it. Let's do it because we should be supportive of them. Look, for us to live the type of life that we want to live, man, they have to. They have to allow these people to do their jobs. Hour two of the Lake Show coming up next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.